0: eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task. One with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, happy 2021. I hope everybody had a really good holiday season and is enjoying the start to their new year. Um, I took a little two-week break towards the end of December just to kind of give myself some space and some rest time during the holidays. That way there wasn't any like hard deadlines that I had to meet, but I am back on the podcast and I'm so so happy to be making episodes for you guys again. So today I want to talk about creating an intention for the new year. Now this is something that I know a lot of us have probably been thinking about when this episode releases. We're almost a week into January already, but I know that a lot of people towards the beginning of January try to think about goals for the new year, new year's resolutions, things like that. And I've been seeing a lot of that on social media of like people's new year goals and um kind of the opposite also like new year new me people and then the new year same me people (laughs) and I like to kind of just walk the fine line like I don't expect myself to create a million changes in my life over the course of the year I used to do that when I was like in middle school and high school I would create new year's resolutions with like a whole entire page of learn how to ride a unicycle and learn yoga and just all of these crazy things. And then at the end of the year, I would always pull up the list and I would literally not have accomplished one of those things. And it always made me feel like crap. So I mixed new year's resolutions a while ago after kind of realizing that they never worked and it never got me anywhere. So that's just something that I don't really do anymore and instead I like to kind of just create an intention for the new year. So that's what I'm going to be talking about with you guys today in case anybody is kind of fed up with the new year's resolution lists and you're kind of in the same boat as me. I will say that I have made one list of things I want to accomplish in 2021, but those are all related to my business rather than personal growth because I want to kind of plan out my year in terms of business with those goals in mind and actually make a plan on how to achieve those goals. But in terms of like personal development and, oh, I want to work out five days a week and those kind of lists that I used to make, I've decided to just like forego that completely this year. So instead, I sat down and brainstormed words of the year. You can have one word of the year that's your main word for what you want your year to look like or what you want to achieve in your new year. For me, I'm indecisive, so I have three words of the year, and those are purpose, build, and flourish. Most of those involve, like me, I am finally actually stepping out and starting my business and just doing a lot in terms of that side of things. Obviously, I am also having a baby in June, so we're expanding our family, and it's a big goal of mine just to make that a smooth transition, continue to be a good and mindful mom and wife and friend. But overall, what I hope I see when I look back on 2021 is like the year that I aligned with my purpose, I built my business, and I just completely flourished in all aspects of life. So those are my three word words of the year. And if this is something that kind of sounds like fun to you, just picking one or a few words for me, I don't know why, but I have such a hard time sitting down and thinking of these words myself. So it really helps me to go off of a list. So I just looked up on Pinterest, like, word of the year list. And I looked through a few of them and jotted down the ones that resonated me and then narrowed it down to like the three that I resonated with the strongest. And that's what I got. So if you're like me and you have a hard time just coming up with these things, you can find lists online and pick a word of the year from there. But in general, picking words of the year for me really sets an intention. I think I'm gonna make a cute piece of artwork to go right above my desk with these three words on them. That way every time I start to feel like burnt out or like I'm not doing enough or discouraged in any way, I will look up at those three words and I hope to pull inspiration from that and just the drive to keep going. So besides just setting an intentional word or words of the year, something that I absolutely love to do and that has actually really helped me the past few years is creating a vision board or some kind of collage. You can even do this in a Pinterest board, but this is kind of something especially if you believe in the law of attraction and manifesting, this is something that has helped me so much. I think two years ago was when I started doing them at the beginning of every new year, and I always, actually I've had the same one as my home screen for two years now, I think. I've been using the same one because it still aligns with what I'm trying to do, but this year I am in the process of making my new 2021 collage board, and this is literally just where Anything that you want to achieve, instead of making that list, you put it on a vision board. So for me, a couple years ago, it was, (laughs) which this is ironic now, but I wanted to travel with my family. I wanted to start building wealth. I wanted to grow. I wanted to find my purpose. I wanted to just start manifesting these things in my life. So pretty much anything that I wanted to see happen in my life in the near future, I put it on that vision board. I um, put houses that I thought were really cute that I would love to own one day. I put places that I want to travel, things like that, and I put it on my vision board and I would look at it all the time. So it's cool because I'm actually looking at the vision board now, and I feel like some of the things that I put on the vision board, I am already starting to manifest. For instance, I had a very specific type of interior decorating that made me feel so, so good, but that I didn't really see in my house yet. So like house plants and natural wood stuff and very boho interior for houses. And I wanted that to be what my house looked like. So I put seven or eight pictures on my collage board. And now my house pretty much looks like all of those pictures, just plants everywhere and MCM furniture and things like that. And I put different quotes about like adventures and building businesses and stuff that really, I feel like I have accomplished a lot now. Um, and there's also a few pictures that have like, a parent or two parents with three kids, which I think is funny because I manifested that too as I am expecting our third child. So for me, this really just helps in creating a vision board if you've never done it before. For me, I set it as my home screen and every time I log to my computer, if I have an extra minute or two, I will just put on a song that gets me really pumped up and I will just look at that vision board and picture myself in those pictures. Picture myself on that cruise, you know, in the Mediterranean or picture myself in that peaceful room full of plants, anything like that. And I feel like visualizing has helped me so much when it comes to gratitude and the law of attraction and things like that. So for me, I would say creating a vision board or a collage that goes along with just where you want to be in life in order to help you manifest and be able to visualize that. I would say that's just as important as creating an intentional word. And again, if manifesting and visualizing and all of that isn't your thing, that's totally okay, but it's something that has been really important and helpful for me. So that's something that I always do now at the beginning of each year is I have my little collage, vision board, or a Pinterest board That really just inspires me and motivates me and has pictures of things that I want my life to look like in the future. Another thing that I think is helpful to do at the beginning of the year in order to step off on the right foot and create this awesome intention for the new year is kind of reflecting and make a list of things that you want to let go of. So instead of making a big list of things that you hope to eventually achieve in this next year, make a list of things that are just weighing you down and that you are ready to let go of. So for me, those were limiting beliefs that are really holding me back from creating my dream life and creating my business. Insecurities, which, I mean, we all have these, but I have a lot of, I feel like I have a lot of insecurities just with social anxiety and talking to people and when I'm trying to like create my business and launch my course and keep on doing podcasting, there's just a lot of insecurities that have kind of been roadblocks for me. So I'm letting go or trying to let go of those. And then also I'm a big procrastinator and especially in terms of business, I'll say, Hey, I want to create a course sometime this year in order to officially launch my business. And then six months go by and I don't do anything. And then so I actually started taking action on this and I have created my first course. I'm currently about to launch my first beta for my course. And I'm super, super excited, but that's one thing that I am leaving in 2020 is just this procrastination with business and all of the fears that have been holding me back from officially launching and growing my business into something awesome and inspirational and hopefully just something real and concrete. So if you have things that you feel like have just been holding you back and not really benefiting you at all, you can make a little list and crumple it up after, (laughs) throw it in the trash, you can light it on fire, you can flush it down the toilet, and just let go of all the things that are on that list and all of those things that you want to leave behind in the old year. So the last thing that I have done, this is just something that I did this year, but that I think has really started me off just on a strong productive note, is instead of making a list of things that I want to accomplish in the whole year, I made a list of things I want to do right now. Now for me, this is a lot more in depth than a usual to-do list. I make to-do lists like weekly and sometimes daily if I have a very busy day, but this is a lot different than those to-do lists of things that I must get done like grocery shop, record podcast episode, you know, things like that. This is things that will really not only help me just keep on living life, but things that will actually elevate my life that I can do right now. So for me, this the first thing on this list was get my house right. So a few months ago, we moved. It was only like a 30-minute move, but we moved into a new house. And now we have an upstairs, a downstairs. It's a lot bigger than our old house was. And because of that, it's been a really hard for us to make it our own. I've been trying to like redecorate and fill in the gaps where, like, we don't have any furniture and stuff, but it still is not at the point of, like, oh my gosh, I love my house like the old house was. The old house, like, every time that I walked in, it made me happy because it was set up exactly, you know, in the right way. All of the decor was perfect and went together, and honestly, every time I walk into this house, I kind of just feel discouraged because I'm not at that point yet. So the first thing on my to-do right now list is get the house right. Make it super cute. Go out and buy plants, cute baskets, anything I have to do to make me love this house. I won't bore you with like my entire to-do right now list, but other things that I put on my list that I have to do are declutter again. Even though I've decluttered the whole house like three times now, I really want to go through and declutter again. So that's something on the list. Refinish my headboard. Start. Daily habits that I have had in the past and I kind of dropped off like make the bed every single morning and just things like that So I just made a little list probably with like six things on it of things Not that I want to do throughout the year, but things I am going to start doing Right now like this week in order to really elevate my life and just start 2021 off completely different than 2020 was So yeah, those are the things that I am doing to set an intention for this new year. Um, Some of these are things that I do every year. Some of these are things that I just started doing this year. But honestly, it's almost the second week of January now and I still feel so inspired and I really am trying to harvest every single bit of this positive, excited energy when it comes to the new year. So if you're in that same boat and you haven't really done anything to mark the beginning of 2021 yet, I hope this episode just helped inspire you and helped you think of at least a couple ways that you can create intention around the new year. So one last thing before I hop off here. It's something super exciting that I've been working on for months and months and months, and it's finally almost ready for you guys. So if any of you guys listening are interested in building an eco-friendly life, if you are have listened to my episodes, you've made little changes, or maybe you haven't, but you're inspired to, and you are just ready to just create a sustainable life for yourself, I am in the process of creating my first course. And this is going to be a course that just helps you revamp pretty much every area of your life and just start living more eco-friendly, more low waste, more low impact. So if this is something that interests you and that you're like, yeah, I feel like that could help me. Go on my website to unrootedmama.com slash course, C-O-U-R-S-E, and I will have information on how you can either get on the wait list for my new course or get information sent to you about my new course. That way when I do launch, when the whole thing is official, I have your email and I can send you the information about it in case that's something that interests you. So again go to unrootedmama.com slash course and again if you're even at all interested in this remotely please go and do the little I'll have a button where you can sign up to get information but this would really just help me out so much if like I said if you're interested just let me know and if you have any friends or family who are interested in eco-friendly living I really really just ask you to share it with them or post it on social media even. This is something that's really big for me that I've been waiting for for a long time and I'm just so excited to finally be creating it for you guys and have it almost ready for you guys to enroll in the course. I know that this will change people's lives and just help people with the overwhelm around eco-friendly and sustainable living. And even if I could just help one person by helping them create a sustainable and low-waste lifestyle for themselves, I would just be so fulfilled and happy. So again, if you are at all interested, please go to unrootedmama.com course in order to get on the wait list or get information about when the course launches. Thank you guys so much for tuning into to another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. I hope that this just inspired you and gave you hope for setting intention around 2021. So you guys got this. Go make your vision board. Go pick out your word of the year or three if you're like me and super indecisive. But thank you again and until next time.